This is Chanel Bunger with the Becker Private Equity and Becker Business Minute podcast. And today I'm speaking with reoccurring guest, Rick Kess, partner at RSM, to talk about some trends that he's watching in the private equity space. Rick, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Chanel. Great. And what are some of the things that you're watching currently? Yeah, Chanel, I think, you know, RSM, you know, we we cover the middle market. So, you know, typically firms with about a hundred million or so of revenues to, you know, two to three billion, uh, maybe approaching five, uh, depending on the industry and segment that they're in. But, you know, in that area of the world, that represents about 40% of the U.S. GDP. Um, so a big percentage of, of the companies in the United States kind of fit in that in that space. And what we tend to follow um, is really what some of the bigger companies are doing um, to see if that's kind of a either an indication of what the middle market might do in the future or, um, you know, other macroeconomic trends. So, you know, jobs, inflation, interest rates, those items are things that we consistently monitor and watch and try to think about how they impact our clients. And, you know, obviously the job market is, you know, continuing to be a challenge in the middle market, specifically in the service sector, healthcare services and other areas. Um, you know, I think part of the problem there is, you know, we had some people retire perhaps earlier than we had to initially expected um, during COVID. And, you know, some people just didn't come back to work. And because of that, you know, we're seeing a big challenge on margin for companies that rely heavily on labor. Um, so, you know, I cover um, healthcare specifically for the firm, but um, obviously there's counterparts that I work with that cover other industries, but within healthcare, margin is um, extremely compressed um, because of the rising cost of labor. And, you know, I think we're starting to see some of that ease a bit. Uh, I think there was some early data uh, that I saw um, yesterday from the last quarter of, of 2022 that saw a little bit of easing on, on wage pressure. Um, but, you know, we'll see how 2023 continues to evolve there. Um, you know, the employer um, is still, you know, seeking more people uh, for spots than the employees that are out there from a supply perspective. So that still continues to be a bit of a challenge. But like I said, there's maybe some indication that's perhaps curtailing a bit. Um, interest rates, you know, um, specifically with our private equity-backed healthcare companies and other private equity-backed companies that we we follow, you know, a lot of them are highly leveraged and have high amounts of debt. And, you know, a lot of them like to make um, bolt-on acquisitions using debt financing. And that's, you know, obviously causing a bit of a concern, maybe not even so much from, you know, the interest rate environment itself being elevated from where it was, you know, 12 months ago or 24 months ago, but also the access to capital. Um, you know, banks um, are increasingly becoming more and more conservative, as well as just having less ability to lend um, due to, you know, just changing environments. So, you know, that's that's a bit of a, a concern for us, but I do still see a lot of our clients finding opportunity to find financing, uh, specifically the clients that have, you know, good solid balance sheets, good good business models and good success and good management teams. Um, and then, you know, I think the other thing is inflation. And I think, again, we're seeing some indication that maybe, maybe inflation is getting perhaps a bit better. Um, but, you know, until we see a big change there, I think we're continuing to monitor, you know, what inflation might mean um, overall to the economic picture, including the middle market. So, 
I'd say those are consistently the big three things that we follow. And, um, you know, I'd say those are the current views on, on where they're at. Thank you. And if this looming recession did happen, how would that affect the investing environment? Yeah. I mean, I think a recession, um, you know, sometimes, you know, from private equity perspective might not be the worst thing. Um, you know, typically people grab, you know, headlines related to, you know, fortune 500 companies, publicly traded companies, they look at, you know, you know, S and P 500, NASDAQ and other things that, you know, really public company related, not private company related. Right. So, you know, I do think, um, you know, if a recession occurred and maybe there was some easing of multiples and perhaps, um, you know, more appetite of sellers to sell, you know, I think there's probably some opportunities out there for opportunistic funds to make acquisitions that, you know, perhaps at a slight discount um, or, you know, maybe earlier than, than they would have expected to um, based on the life cycle of the, of the target. So, you know, I think, you know, there could be positives in the recession for private equity groups, um, but, you know, overall, it's hard to tell until you're there um, and in, in, in reality until it's over um, to know if, if you made great, you know, bets or if you kind of used, uh, used your data and made, made the incorrect decisions. So, you know, I, I, I suppose with anything, time will tell. Um, but, you know, again, I think, you know, we learned during um, the last recession, you know, the late 2000s that, you know, some private equity groups thrived and others really struggled to make uh, good investments. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And Rick, I want to thank you as always for joining me today on the Becker Private Equity and Becker Business Minute podcast. Thank you. Thank you.